Hello and welcome to Joko Yo. In the previous episodes, we have focused on the creation of new courthouses and new counties in North Carolina's history to accommodate the exponential growth that occurred here in the 1600s and 1700s. Our focus was on and has been on John Hinton and his brother William, whose home became the basis for a new courthouse for the enormous Johnston County. Johnston at the time stretched from roughly its current eastern border going toward Goldsboro all the way to the Virginia border and encompassing the majority of the Noose River Basin, including the land that would become Raleigh, Cary, Wake Forest, Nightdale, and the like. When the Central Courthouse at Hens Quarter at near modern-day Clayton was established, that's all this area was, you know, land. Forested land, meadows, creeks, rocks, hills, etc. All the people, all the colonists, and the enslaved people in the colony of North Carolina lived farther downriver in the area that would become Wake, most of it anyway, resembled more of a frontier than a community. To say that no one lived there would not be true. I mean, before those towns existed in Wake, there were, of course, the Native Americans that had lived there for centuries before. There were people who had run away from enslavement and away from the people searching it to capture them and return them into a state of slavery. There were criminals running away from the, for the same reason. Poorer people that couldn't afford to legally own property moved out there to have a home on land that wasn't really theirs. And in many cases, that wasn't illegal or against the law, but was sort of extra legal, which means outside of legal jurisdiction. But most of Johnston's legal residents were within a reasonable range of Hens Quarter. Now, to give you some idea of where that was, and therefore near the center of legal land ownership according to the laws of colonial North Carolina, the courthouse stood near modern-day Highway 70 and 42 in the eastern part of the town of Clayton. William Hatton, who gave the land for the courthouse and most of the settlement that would become Hens Quarter, was, of course, one of, if not the, most important person in town. His brother John was one of the few legal landowners in the western part and some would say wilder parts of the county. From his home near modern-day Nightdale, modern-day Clayton was quite a distance, honestly. But he still could participate. I mean, it was him, after all, that selected the site for what would become Hinton's Quarter, and that alone is a testament of the influence that John Hinton had on the community and the county. He also served as a justice or a judge in Johnston and held the rank of colonel in Johnston's militia. It was in that role that he commanded soldiers from Johnston County during the Regulator Conflict, responding to a request from Royal Governor William Tryon to put down a rebellion that was increasingly becoming a threat to the North Carolina colonial government. Many historians believe that the Regulator Movement in North Carolina was a precursor, a foreshadowing, 
a taste of the revolution that would start in earnest within five years after the end of the regulate movement. The Stamp Act was one of those things that gave weight to the whole no taxation without representation business in the American Revolution. Uh, well, it happened six years prior, and which the residents of North Carolina successfully resisted. The Boston Massacre had happened three years prior. John Hinton answered the call from Royal Governor William trying to put down North Carolina's own uprising, choosing the side of the British government in 1771. It was that same year that it was time to make yet another county. The creation of Johnston and Dobbs were motivated by population increase, and it would be instinctual to assume that this county would be formed for the same reason. But this county was different than those other earlier counties that had been established because of population growth. The regulator movement, which culminated in a full battle in 1771 between colonists and their British government at Alamance Creek, was dominated by Westerners, who felt partly abandoned and partly abused by the colonial government in the East with its capital in Newburn. Now, let's make sure that we establish what Western meant. Western meant, I mean, the Westernmost. Western meant like sort of just east of like Greensboro. The Western part of Johnston was, to, was seemingly full of regulators. For people way out in, say, modern-day Hillsborough, or even the areas that would become Morrisville and Roseville, the closest real represent representation of royal government, executors of the king's wishes, was all the way in a place called Smith's Ferry, modern-day Smithfield. So the relationship was strained, to say the least, between these western colonists in Johnston County and their king and his representatives. The royal governor, William Tryon, had demanded colonists pay taxes for a house of government for the colony in the colonial capital of New Bern, a place that people from Hillsborough were unlikely to ever see. They didn't even go to Smithfield. The regulators, or many of them before things got violent, had requested a courthouse that was accessible to Westerners. They had requested the royal governor for such. They had said that they wanted to have more opportunities to speak with their government, to plead their cases. And people were filling in so quickly, and disputes and land deeds needed to be resolved by the government and settled, and government representation was so far away, they asked for representation in the Colonial Assembly, and that could only happen if they had counties in the West. But every time they were granted a county in the West, one of the eastern counties close to New Bern would just split itself into two, increase eastern representation so it could completely negate western concerns from ever being addressed. Yes, the eastern counties would split themselves into pieces, so as to keep Westerners from having any kind of say-so in the government. 
And so it was that in 1771, and in a direct response to the regulator movement, Governor William Tryon split the western parts of Johnston into a brand new county with one specific reason, not for the reason of population increase, but with the single specific reason of increasing government visibility in that area. Basically, let's make a county so we can watch the regulators. These Westerners wanted the county, wanted access to the government, wanted a courthouse closer. They wanted the government to listen to them. But what this county was created for was to make these regulators listen to the government instead of the government listening to them. Isn't the old saying, be careful what you ask for? So, in 1771, that county is established to keep an eye on the Westerners. And that county is named Wake. It was formed from land carved from the northwestern portion of Cumberland County, a portion of southeastern Orange County, but mostly Johnston. And named for Governor Tryon's wife, Margaret Wake Tryon, once the county was created, government visibility came very quickly. And now John Hinton was one of the largest landowners, if not the largest, one of the most active and one of the highest-ranking officers in the North Carolina militia. Governor Tryon hastily assembled an army to march against the regulators, made Hinton colonel of the newly formed Wake County Militia, and rode out to meet his new army and Colonel Hinton, who was forming his own regiment from men who were essentially being drafted. Hinton needed leadership to train the draftees to assemble them, to, even in some cases, collect them from their homes and make them pay fines if they were not able to provide their own firearms. He needed leadership that he knew would forcefully carry out his orders, so he chose his son-in-law, Theophilus Hunter, as a captain or major in his regiment, and another son-in-law, Joel Lane, as a lieutenant colonel, his own son, John, as a captain, and another son, James, as another captain. So much for getting the jobs on merit. Their jobs, Hen's regiment, was to stay in newly formed Wake County and keep the peace make residents pay their colonial taxes, and essentially stay back to govern the place in the name of Governor Tryon, the royal governor. When the Battle of Alamance was over and the regulators were dispersed, it was Colonel Hinton who was charged with presiding over the treason trials of some captured regulators, his neighbors. Now, just to reiterate, the, regular, the regulator movement was a preview of the revolution to come with a lot of the same complaints and ideals that will later be for centuries promoted as patriotic American ideals. You know, no taxation without representation, uh, government by the consent of the governed. You know, that, that stuff was at the heart of the regulator movement. And Colonel John Hinton, the son of a poor Englishman immigrant, was sentencing these people as traitors to the crown. He was also, of course, one of the seven people 
tasked by Governor Tryon to find the site on which to build a new courthouse <coughs> for the new Wake County. Colonel John Hinton, frontiersman, loyal subject, part founder of three counties during the colonial period, obedient to the royal governor, enough to punish his fellow colonists for treason. So, it must have gotten pretty weird and uncomfortable when the revolution occurred, huh? Probably going to be a pretty scary time for him when there are more than just a few regulators to contend with. I imagine he would probably want to skip the country, escape Canada. Some people did, or Britain, or something. He had the money and the resources to do so. But things are going to get kind of weird for him. Next episode. And thanks for listening. Until next time, y'all be good.